Listener supported. WNYC Studios. I want to talk about the intangibles of our craft. Sort of how do you make creative work? Um, how can you mine your own experience and knowledge and interests to make something that is really fantastic? Lauren Ober is the host of The Big Listen, a show that spotlights new or interesting or just really cool podcasts. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, and this is Work It, the podcast. Some of the best moments from WNYC's Festival for Women in Podcasting. Lauren listens to a lot of podcasts, and here she's got tips for us on how to stand out from the crowd. What's up, Work It? All right, I see, I see how it is. I come out, y'all get up, chit-chat, walk away. Everybody need to take care of their things? Are you taking care of all your business here? Who else, uh, who else has their dress shirt tucked into their underwear right now? Anyone? Is it just me? That's a trick for you guys, okay? Um, how are you? My name is Lauren Ober. I am the host of The Big Listen from WAMU and NPR. Thank you. Can we also keep it going for Nigeri, Taz, and Gina, please? They were great. Um, so I have maybe, maybe 20 minutes, maybe less, to get you guys a little bit jazzed uh, about making stuff. Um, I know it's been a tough week already, and it's only been, it's only Tuesday. Um, and so I'm going to try to bring a little levity to, uh, to our week, maybe, and also give you a little bit of inspiration. Um, let me tell you a brief bit about our show. Uh, we call The Big Listen a broadcast about podcasts, but I think that it is much more than that. Um, we are showcasing the best conversations that are happening in the audio medium today. We're kind of like the New York Times book review, but for podcasts, mixed with a little TED Radio Hour and maybe a dash of Oprah. Uh, Oprah's book club. I just like refer to myself as Oprah. Uh, I just want you guys to know that. Uh, I'm the very pale Oprah. Um, so uh, as part of my job, I listen to hundreds of podcasts, hours and hours and hours and hours of podcasts. I cannot tell you all I do is listen. Um, and so I think I have kind of a sense of what works. Also, I've never used a clicker before. Oh, there we go. Um, yeah, so we already covered that. Um, so I'm not going to talk about the nuts and bolts of making work. You will hear so much of that from amazing women um, throughout the next couple of days. I want to talk about the intangibles of of our craft, sort of how do you make creative work? Um, how can you mine your own experience and knowledge and interests to make something that is really fantastic? Um, so just a little bit about podcasts, um, some fun facts. Uh, we know that um, about a third of American adults uh, listen to podcasts. Podcast listenership is up, as evidenced by this, uh, this, this amazing festival and also many other podcast conferences. Um, also, just the volume that we see on iTunes, we know that the medium feels like it is exploding. Um, so this is just the sort of frame where we are right now uh, in, the, in the medium yeah, so take all the pictures that you want, because I'm going to advance the slide now, because I know how to do that. Boom! Um, oh, yeah, we'll put that on, too, because I just learned how to do GIF GIFs. Uh, so there you go. Um, <laughs> so my feeling is that um, there is a lot of untapped potential 
um, in podcasting, but as a professional listener, I end up hearing a lot of the same things. Um, and uh, I hear a lot of hot takes on pop culture writ large. Um, and I think that's amazing if you have expertise in it, keep on going. But I think that we can dive a little deeper into things that we uh, that make us special and that we have a particular expertise in. Um, so before we start get into that, I want to share a fun little tweet with you. This woman, Emily Bell, is a professor at Columbia University's Graduate School of Journalism. <laughs> Um, those of you who are readers can see that uh, there are only four podcast genres. Uh, we have men going on about things, whispery crime, millennials taking, uh, talking over each other, and should be 20 minutes shorter. Um, this is obviously tongue-in-cheek, but I think that she has hit on something that is not totally off the mark. Um, so here's, if you'll indulge me, here's some examples uh, of, of this. Just have a listen. I was like, listen, you motherfuckers. How dare you? First of all, how dare you? Like, what are you, what is this, a presidential election? The big three is an upstart business. It's an upstart league. People are digging it. Okay, I should have mentioned, if you guys could identify all four of these accurately, I will have a prize for you. Uh, but I don't know how I'll get that to you, but whatever, we'll just pretend like I have a prize. All right, so whispery crime. Around 11 p.m., Tara told a friend at the party she was going home to watch the videotape from the pageant that day. She said her goodbyes and drove off. She was never seen again. White woman gone missing. All right, next one. Millennials talking over each other. The payoff is at the end. Focus. Oh, well, now we're back to sex. Oh, oh by the way, he Aaron has, has a fantasy about him. Or you, well, he's you, my daddy issue. Right. I think a lot of people okay. have Bill Clinton and mine's Gordon Ramsay. Well, you're right. A lot of people do have Bill Clinton. And weirdly, people who's like, it doesn't make, like they were teenagers when Bill Clinton was in office. And you're who's like, my daddy issue? Alan Alda. <laughs> Alan Alda is that man's daddy issue. He's real into MASH. All right. And last one should be 20 minutes shorter. This is obviously subjective. We just kind of are just uh, sitting around, jerking off to varying, various degrees of porn, completely subdued by binge-watching garbage, entranced into a paralysis. He's still going on. I have no idea what he was talking about. Um, all right. So uh, for those of you playing at home, that was I Am Rappaport, Up and Vanished, Throwing Shade, and WTF with Mark Barron. And also no shade to any of them. This was just a little fun exercise. So if you would love the shows or you work on them, like, you know, me and Maxima Culpa. Um, so, um, so I think that there are shows um, out there that go beyond these four categories. Uh, and I think that a lot of the innovation out there is being done by women. Yes, right? So we have 36 Questions, which was written by a woman that is a podcast musical. We have another round. Those folks are here. You will see them tonight. They have really elevated the interview genre. Um, a personal favorite of mine, Seltzer Deathmatch, uh, which is literally all about seltzer. 
uh, from Rachel Ward at Gimlet and Travis Larchuk at NPR. In the Dark, which is a multi-award winning true crime show from our friends at American Public Media, um, Alan Barron and Tamara Freemark. And Sleepover, which is, I think, a reality radio show, yes. Some CBC fans, um, hosted by Sookie and Lee and produced by some pretty amazing women, who some of them are here, yeah, maybe? A couple of them? Okay. Um, so here's a little taste of Sukian. Um, I think that she's amazing because she is a, she's a radio host, she's an artist, she's a media provocateur, and she took this concept of reality TV and turned it on its head. So basically, if you haven't heard the show, it's three strangers sleep in a hotel room together and hash out their problems. Uh, which seems like, can you imagine like pitching that to somebody and being like, what do you think? Uh, that'd be a great idea. But somebody at CBC was like, awesome, do it, eh? Uh. I make my way to the 18th floor of a brand new green glass tower with a panoramic view of Vancouver. One room with four single beds. On each bed is a foil wrapped chocolate beside a towel folded into a giant bow. I feel like Goldilocks waiting for three bears, but I'm here to rendezvous with three strangers. What I love about that clip is it makes it seem like Sukian has like literally never been to a hotel before. She's like, there are towels. Can you believe it? <laughs> uh, but, uh, but what gets me out of bed, I feel like, in the morning is shows like this that really feel innovative and new and take risks and are creative and that have that special spark. Because honestly, you know what's not getting me out of the bed? The news. The news these days is grim, and we have been living in a dark time for a while, and I feel like podcasts can be a delightful respite from all of that. Um, however... Uh, we need to work on our innovation or just like continue to innovate. Um, so, uh, so I can't read our Cheech sign here, so I'm gonna have to tilt my head. So yeah, what is innovation? I don't know. Is it uh, coming up with a totally novel idea that no one has ever had before because you are a genius, possibly? Uh, is it connecting the dots that other people have already made but failed to link together because they are dodos? Maybe. Um, is it I don't know because I haven't watched that TED talk yet? Yes. Also, uh, possibly it is borrowing from something dope and iterating, aka the Roman Mars approach. I say this all the time. Stealing plus lack of talent equals creativity. What I mean there is that in the effort to copy something, your skills or lack of skills or your different experience, it mutates the original so that very often you come up with something that's completely new and completely yours. Copying is totally underrated and mindful iteration is how good things become great things. I think he stole that from Ira Glass. I'm pretty sure. So yeah, Roman is a dude, yeah, yeah, but uh, he also is the innovator behind 99% Visible, Radiotopia, and Trump Con Law. Dude knows a thing or two uh, about innovating, um, and I think that it's worth thinking about, yeah, what are some of the great things that are happening in other shows that I love, and where can I borrow and change a little bit? Um, but, um, you know, innovation can be hard sometimes. 
Um, so this gentleman here is one of my favorite people. His name is Haile Garima. He's a professor at Howard University in their film program there. Uh, Howard University is the only HBCU uh, in the country that has a film program. He um, has produced a number of groundbreaking films, including one called Sankofa, which I really highly recommend uh, you watching um, if you are interested at all in alternative narratives and storytelling. Um, and he has... Um, he tells his students, you come from a place. You come from a particular background. You come with a history. How can you thread that into the work that you do and make it distinctly yours? And, and, and no, you don't want to be pigeonholed. And no, especially as women, I think we're told, like, yeah, tell your own story. And you're, like, get, you know, jammed into a memoir, right? Whereas men can, like, always tell their own story. And it's called something else. I don't know what it's called. Uh... <laughs> fiction. Um, but, um, but I think that using your own experience as a starting point is really important. Um, and here's a little something he has to say about that. I try to get my students to think about. I say, think about where you came from. South Carolina? So rich. What are you bringing to the movie? Or are you just imitating television or Hollywood? Where do you come in? Where is your psyche in this story? He also tells his students, he says, um, you know, look, Hollywood might not be interested in your story unless, <laughs> Hollywood might not be interested in your grandmother's story unless she's driving Miss Daisy. And I think that's really important that you need to look beyond what are the popular, what is the popular media out there? Um, and I just, I find that very inspirational to remind yourself to center your own experience in the work that you do. Uh, also, I told you earlier, I'm new to the GIF GIF game, uh, and who doesn't need a little gratuitous Beyonce? Um, I was thinking, like, what if Beyonce had a podcast, and what would it be called? And I had this fantasy that she would have a podcast called Bowling with the Knowleses, and it would just be all about, like, the Knowles family bowling. I don't know why, but I, lo I just want that to happen. So if anybody just wants to create that, let me know. Um... But seriously though, um, what are the things that you are, are able to make, that you are able to mine and create? And I know that a lot of you in here already have your own shows and they're probably fantastic, but I think probably some of you, how many folks don't have a show but maybe want to? Yeah, okay, okay, more than I thought, okay. So, so maybe this is a little bit helpful. Um, I think there are a lot of things missing in the podcast world and I will tell you what those are. Uh, I'm pausing for you to laugh. Shows featuring the following voices. Get ready. The very old and the very young. People who are not middle class. Hello. Hello. Female identified people. Yeah, there are a lot of women who do podcasts, but how many of them are in the top of the charts? Just think about that. Not enough. People who did not graduate from Oberlin or Middlebury, I'm sorry, I love you, but I'm sorry. <laughs> you, you guys are great, I love you. That was a joke, I love you. Don't, <laughs> don't dox me. Uh, audio fiction that is not about sci-fi or spooky things. This is my own thing, because I'm scared about a lot of things. So I just want it to be fiction that could actually happen in real life. Uh, history podcasts that are shorter, not boring, use more sound, and aren't about white European men. Oh, yes! 
We love us some non-white European men. Okay. Um, serialized narrative nonfiction featuring women's stories. There are none. There are three that I could count. There are these two, First Day Back, Second Season, Making Oprah, you'll hear from Jen White later, uh, from WBEZ, and I think that the, maybe the second season of Startup. And that's it. So if you have a story that could be serialized, like Missing Richard Simmons or S-Town, and it has women at the center or a woman at the center, make it, please. I'm begging you. That is my, that is my plea. Do I have one more? Ah, improvisation, verite, or reality radio type shows. Um, those are maybe not my particular interest, but I think that there's a lot of room there for play and experimentation. So, oh yeah, whatever else amazing you're gonna make. Because uh, I know that within this audience there are people who are going to make fantastic things that we're going to be talking about for a long time. And I can't wait for you guys to make it. So, to like spur some ideas along, we figured at The Big Listen we would give you 50 free podcast ideas, okay? <laughs> that we crowdsourced. And I'm just showing you these to prove that we did it. And you can get all of these. We put them all on a website, wamu.fm slash ideas. I'll put the list up. You can take them, steal them, iterate. I don't care. If you make something from it, let me know. If you think they're garbage, cool, whatever. It was just like a little experiment. No big deal. Um, a podcast about podcasts about podcasts. Just kidding. Don't do that. Um, so here's some of my favorites. Um, I can barely even read that. Find obituaries from the same day around the world. Try to do stories on those people who died on the same exact day. Pat yourself on the back for crushing the needle in haystack challenge. I don't have to read all these. You can read them. In bed with some LARPers. I don't know. Uh, you know, put a microphone on a playground. I don't know if that's illegal, but if it's not, you should totally do it. Um, Republicans and Democrats go fishing together. Why not? Um, personal ads, like the one at the back of Alt Weeklies um, before the internet ruined dating, which is a true story. Um, and how do you make friends as an adult? Please, somebody make that and then tell me because I need more friends. Um, and then, yeah, celebrity internet dogs and cats. What's up with them? Um, oh, there you go. Boom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you, have to, you have to envision Rihanna singing right now with Carlos Santana playing in the background, but we couldn't play the clip because of copyright. Okay. So, um, so I had some help with those, our great staff at The Big Listen and at WAMU, Lulu Miller, Yowei Shaw, Abby Wendell, and Laura Sarcheski also for their creative contributions. They don't work on the show, but they wish they did. No, I'm just kidding. Um, and I'm going to leave you with a quote from uh, award-winning crime fiction writer Laura Lippman. She is married to David Simon, who wrote The Wire and Treme. And I think about this quote all the time, and I shouldn't have advanced the slide because now you can read it and you don't even need to hear it, but whatever. Um, but I think that it's a really important point, which is she the, it is asking you to be distinctive and have a point of view and a high level of taste when you are making your thing. My husband and I, he's a television writer, he's also written books, and we have this sort of long-standing joke in our household that our... Um, 
aesthetic motto is taken from the sports broadcaster, radio talk show host, Jim Romy. Have a take, don't suck. <laughs> this is pretty good, isn't it? It's like, I, lo- I like that. No. Yeah. Have it, and that's what he says to his callers. Have a take, don't suck. And, you know, don't suck is, I think, you know, pretty self-evident. But have a take. Have a reason you're telling the story. I love that so much, and I use it all the time, and I even have said the guy's name wrong. It's not Jim Romy, it's Jim Rome, whatever, he's a sports guy, he's a podcast, of course, you can find it online. But I think that the point is really valid, is, is um, you need to employ um, a point of view and a reason, know at your core why you're doing this, because podcasting, if you are making it into a business, is not fun. It, it just isn't. I mean, if you, it is hard work, it is time-consuming, it is a labor of love, and so you have to feel it and know the reason why you're telling this. And if it isn't for you, that is super cool. You can be a listener, but if it is for you, then know in your guts why you're telling the story that you are, and then don't make it crappy. <laughs> if you take nothing away from this week, don't make it crappy should be it. Uh... So um, thank you so much to all of you. Thank you to Work It. Thank you to the Corporation for Public Broadcasting for supporting women in podcasting. Um, you can check us out. I'm at, uh, I'm at Over and Out. You can check out our show at Hear Big Listen. Um, I put a picture of myself up there in case you forgot what I look like right now. Um, thank you guys so much for being a fantastic audience. That was NPR's Lauren Ober speaking at the 2017 Work It Festival. Both the festival and the podcast are produced by WNYC Studios and are made possible by a grant from the Corporation for Public Broadcasting with additional support from the Annenberg Foundation. Event sponsors include Cole Hahn, Mac Cosmetics, and thirdlove.com. 